All right, welcome to episode two of The Mental Giant. It's the day-to-day thoughts of a blue-collar worker of whom demands changes in his life. A podcast for those who think beyond the realm of what is achievable. So, that first episode might have seemed a little dark to some of you, but I'm a realist. I kind of just say what's on my mind, and I don't mean to put anybody off by any of that, but I think honesty is the best medicine, and sometimes I come off as being blunt. That's okay, though. So I'm going to cover the 13 virtues and 13 virtues that can be for manhood. It could be about anything, really. It doesn't even have to be related to sex, but the 13 virtues are guidelines by which I think a responsible adult should live. And I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to follow any sort of schedule in your life, or if you want to think beyond the realm of what is achievable, whatever achievable is to you, you can go beyond what you'd imagined if you really apply these virtues to your life. And it can be, it can be any of them or all of them. I mean, you can, you can take only a few of them. You might only need a few things to work on, but I personally, I'm, I guess I'm kind of a horrible human being, so I'd like to apply all 13 to myself. So, because I don't on my own, it's just being honest. So, the 13 virtues are self-reliance, intentionality, discernment, wisdom, ownership, strength, humility, that's a big one for me, integrity, conviction, you mean what you say self-awareness and discipline, mastery, courage. Those last two, you can take them or leave them. I kind of don't, I kind of believe that doing anything is worth doing well. So mastery is kind of a big one to, to me, I know a lot of people don't really care that much about it and that's on you, but, and your courage, you really need to stand up for what you believe in. So which I do on every every day, everything that I do. I kind of push the courage to the limit, but that's for another episode. So number one is the self-reliance. And self-reliance is kind of what everything revolves around. If you can't be reliant on yourself, then what are you doing in life? I mean, there are skills that we have lost over the last 200 years that – they're huge. I mean, if if you can't go to the store, what are you going to do? If you can't, let's say you, you you break your your phone. Are you able to do anything else without your phone? I mean, you use Google for everything. I use Google quite a bit. I'm guilty of it. But there are a lot of questions that people have that they have no idea even how to ask the question. How to get a hold of somebody? I mean, there are other ways of being reliant other than using your phone. The phone is the first one I go to because everybody has them. They're everywhere. We are glued to these things. Some say it might be designed that way, but everybody's stuck in their phones. So that's one thing that if, if it was out of your life, just think of 
think for a second if you had no furniture. This is stupid, but if you had no furniture, what are you going to do? Are you going to make a chair? Can you make a new couch? Little skills that you can pick up on anywhere and everywhere. Just notice things. I bet a lot of these tasks and stuff you can do on your own. So this plays into self-reliance. There's a man by uh, the name of Walt, or Ralph Waldo Emerson. Um, he was a transcendentalist from the late 1800s, and he wrote a book called Self-Reliance, and here's a small little excerpt from his book. Man is his own star and the soul that can render an honest and perfect man. Commands all light, all influence, all fate. Nothing to him falls early or too late. Our acts, our angels are, or good or ill, our fatal shadows that walk by us still. I mean, if you can't find anything in there that is worthy of you, you should probably just stop listening. I think that um, the man was smart, and he he knew right away that modern things were coming. I mean, that was in the middle of the industrial era, at least the United States industrial area, the industrial revolution. There were things that were going by the wayside. If you were to travel to, let's say, from New York to Pennsylvania, you would go the King's Highway. You would go, which is, I guess, modern day 95, let's just say, Route 95, going from New York to Philadelphia. And the King's Highway, most people probably only took that a dozen times in their life, but they knew it after the first trip. Um, it was a road that people would take by horseback or by carriage. Well, all of a sudden in the industrial revolution, people started taking things by train. Things started, um, going by the wayside as far as people relying on navigational skills, um, knowing how to even ride your horse. I mean, God, if you were in New York, I mean, there were horses everywhere, but People walked for the most part, and I guess if you were to take a trip anywhere, you kind of have to know that skill if there were no trains, or obviously there were no cars yet, or at least not here. Um, there was steam stuff in France at that time, but people needed to know how to be reliant upon themselves. You couldn't rely on the person next to you to do every little thing for you. Now, I'm not saying you need to know everything. That's where bartering and trading and things that happened pre-currency. I mean, there were still states that had, we had state money shortly before all of that. It wasn't always just the United States currency. The Federal Reserve wasn't founded until later. So having a central bank wasn't even a thing. So people bartered. Um, let's say I made leather goods and you made axes. Well, you need a new pair of shoes. Well, I need to cut down that tree in my yard. Um, let's trade. What's it worth to you? How many shoes? Oh, your kids need shoes? There were a lot of skills that people lost and that people um, had acquired over time that started going away. And I think a lot of this stuff is important. Um, I'm taking it upon myself at some point here in the near future to learn navigation by compass. 
in the times of Ralph Waldo Emerson, they didn't have topographic maps, or at least not like we did today. You're lucky if you could get your hands on one hand-drawn map. Forget printing them. Those weren't at the store. You couldn't just buy a, a, a little leaflet of a, a, for a map. You can't just do that stuff. So a lot of the stuff has gone by the wayside, needs to come back. And I think a lot of these skills for uh, uh, self-reliance need to be retaught. And um, the stuff can be passed on genera generationally. You see it right now with things such as firefighting. There are people that don't know what – they don't even know the first thing on how to put a fire out, yet you see fathers and sons that are in the fire department. There's generations of that kind of stuff. It's passed down from one one age group to the next. It just happens. Um, and same goes for these skills with uh, self-reliance. So being self-reliant, there are things. And it's not just all gadgets. I'm going to throw some gadgets out there that – People can get their hands on to become self-reliant. If your phones go down, for example, um, it's a good thing to have radios. My wife and I both have portable, like ham radios, and uh, I'm working on getting a CB in my Jeep. But aside from that, there are things that um, you just got to have. So, so I'm going to say the first one is. Um, being able to provide shelter for yourself. That is huge. What are you going to do if there's not a roof over your head? Well, either of things in your natural environment around you. That's where we can flourish with these skills. Um, you can make it your own. And being sovereign. So, building a shelter. You need to know how to fell a tree. I don't know, and I'm 35, I don't know too many men my age that know the first thing about how to chop down a tree. I mean, they could, any idiot can go up to a tree and start whacking at it with an axe, and it's going to fall in any which direction, and you'll end up dying. Or maimed, or whatever. The skill has been lost over time. Knowing where to put that tree out of harm's way, it's one of those things going into... Uh, I guess in my pilot episode, whenever I talked about safety things, safety stuff drives me nuts. I mean, if you don't know enough to not do something, if you don't know how to do it, you just don't do it. Otherwise, you're going to be one of the dumb ones and um, or a mental midget. So building your shelter. How do you build fire? You got to learn how to keep that uh, shelter warm. It's not just rubbing two sticks together. There's a lot that goes into it. You need to understand how to set it up, how to get proper ventilation up through it. Some of you might know, the, the four listeners that I might have. About how to get food. Anybody can put seeds in dirt. It takes a little bit of an artist to actually grow flourishing plants and things that you can eat. That's a big one. And it, it I mean, what are you going to do if you can't eat? You you don't have the energy to start the fire or build your shelter. These are skills that we need. And it's not a, these skills don't come from a grocery store. So self-defense. It's a huge one. Anybody who is anyone and whether you watch the news or not in the United States of America in the year 2020 when this is being recorded knows that self-defense is incredibly important. You see these riots on television. 
there are some protests, uh, mostly peaceful. Um, and um, many business owners were getting ravaged by rioters, looters. Some call them thugs. I prefer not to, but people that are out there causing a mess, wanting to light your storefront on fire if you live in one of these unfortunate cities. Well, if you live in one of these cities and you're one of those unfortunate people, you understand that being able to defend yourself is incredibly important because when you pick up the phone and call 911, and it takes an average of three minutes for from the time that you call, someone answers, you relay your message, they pass that, in, that message along, and somebody responds to your call is like three minutes. Can you take three minutes of beatings after you hang up the phone before someone even starts heading your way, then you got another 12 minutes average response time. That is 15 minutes before anybody gets there. I understand some small towns, it's much, much, much quicker than that because they're not very busy. But if you're in the middle of a riot, every cop is on those streets and they might not, they might be 30 blocks from you. They got to head there on foot or on horseback or on bicycle because a lot of them are on bikes. Self defense is incredibly important. Forget the nonsense of firearms training and firearms um, um, representation if you do get arrested for, unfortunately, having to shoot somebody if they come back for you. Forget all that stuff. But self-defense is incredibly important. It doesn't even have to be with a firearm. If you live in one of those places, and I will call it an unfortunate place, if you live in an unfortunate place where you're not allowed... A frickin' bat or a tire iron, anything will work. You know the drill. Knife. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is a big one. And there's a lot of people that fail at this. They don't even know they're screwing up. It takes a man or somebody of... Not saying that all men are smart, but somebody with a little bit of intelligence to know when they're screwing things up. And... Um, there's a saying out there, the definition of insanity is doing things over and over and again ex and ex failing and expecting a different result. You need to be self-aware that you're screwing up. You need to be aware of your surroundings at all times. You don't know. I mean, if, if you live in a, let's say, a postmodern society, this place collapses after this stupid election that we're about to have. Let's say that everything collapses and you're off living on your own somewhere, trying to get the hell away from people that want to do harm to you and they don't know how to grow food, so they want to take all of yours or they don't know how to hunt, so they're going to steal all your meat or maybe you dug a pit and you know how to preserve your food. Maybe they just want to kill you and take your little place. Maybe you got a nice little house or uh, a little shelter set up with uh, underground storage for your food. Maybe they just want that, so they're going to kill you. Being self-aware is a big one. And then being sovereign. Not relying on other people as much as possible for everything. Today, that's pretty hard, being sovereign. I like to buy axes. I like to collect them. It's one of those things I enjoy. I don't get to do it very often, but going out in the woods, messing around, cutting things up, understanding different things, and just tooling around 
you know, with my ADD that I seem to have from time to time. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of one of those things that is hard to do because you're not going to go out there and forge an axe bit. Then you're not going to go kiln dry your hickory to make a handle. Then you're not going to go forge a, uh, a saw or a scraper tool or anything like that to carve out the handle. It takes a lot to be completely sovereign. You might need to rely on some people from time to time. Hell, my friends prop me up all the time whenever I need some help. It's just what they do, and it's what it's what I do for others also. Somebody needs something, you, you help them. So, being a sovereign person is it's hard to do, but it's one of those things you try to be as sovereign as you can. Try to. Um, Look out for one another. If you got you know, your family, you're going to be like the provider for them. Sometimes you'll be the sole provider for certain things. If you're married or whatever, your wife might be doing certain things that she knows she's capable of. You might just be doing things that you know you're capable of that maybe your kids can't do. Maybe they're not big enough or strong enough yet. Being sovereign is important, but also... I guess being able to be propped up by your family is pretty good too. So, I don't know, these are just a few thoughts. And this kind of crap really does pop in my head from time to time. And I know it does pop in other people's heads from time to time. You kind of hit that snooze button, dismiss it. Um, I'll sit there and ponder on this crap. I have time at work. I work on a loud machine that's really slow. And um, I just put my earmuffs on and just zone the hell out for a little while and listen to it. And then um, my thoughts just kind of pop in there. And, you know, I think about this kind of crap. It seems kind of weird. And I, I feel extremely weird talking to a computer right now with my dog looking at me funny, wondering who the hell I'm talking to. But, I don't know, you just kind of kind of think about these things from time to time. And maybe you'll start thinking about this kind of stuff, too. It, it is important. And... Um, there's going to be many other. There's going to be 12 more episodes just on these 13 virtues. And each one of them are good if they're important in their own way. Um, I hope that whatever you take from this will uh, maybe not bore you too much or just seem like you're just not interested and don't give a crap about it. Really think about it for a bit. And I have friends that have little chickens and they have there's some that have pigs there are some that just like to grow vegetables well having that kind of stuff is awesome i i I commend you for having those kind of skills and that stuff i'm unfortunate in that i live in an apartment right now i'm gonna be buying property here in the future but i live in an apartment right now if bad stuff happens you know whatever i have on my shelves and in my little food storage kit. That's kind of what we got. So I kind of have to head out on my own and gather stuff. So if you know these skills and you have a house, you know, you should practice these skills and have your own stuff. Maybe you won't have to freak out like I do to make sure you get enough canned goods on your shelf from time to time. So, or, or worse, just don't go to the grocery store and eat your emergency food, which a lot of people do because we're lazy. Let's face it. So, um, you know, whatever. I hope you, Take a fair bit of knowledge from this or maybe build your own knowledge from it. And maybe you can get back at me sometime and fill me in on a few things. I know I'm wrong on certain things, but 
I don't know. I'm willing to listen. We are all in this kind of crap together, so. Anyway, that's been 20 minutes of me rambling on about stupid shit that you probably don't want to listen to, so I'm going to end it here. Thank you for listening.